Hello everybody, welcome to my second podcast. This is Clint Payne, and I'm glad you joined me. Now, last podcast, my first one ever, I talked about my story. I talked about um, how I grew up. I talked about my addiction. I talked about how my spirituality just did not work for me. Um, You know, people try to have easy answers around issues like anger and my addiction and worry and frustration. And, um, you know, those easy answers really come across as, you know, everything works together for good to them that love God. And don't worry and pray. And, hey, if you just have enough faith and if you're worrying, you just don't have enough faith. And all those kind of things would be said to me. So today I want to deal with one issue, and that issue is worry or anxiety. You know, as I told you my story, that's how I grew up. Um, a lot of my life was spent in worry and spent in anxiety. Worry about what was going to happen. Worry about how I was going to take care of things. Worrying to make sure that somehow I was out ahead of myself. Making sure everything was going to be okay. That's how I talk about it with my clients. I talk about how we get out ahead of ourselves. And what I mean by that is we're thinking about the next hour. We're thinking about the next afternoon. We're thinking about next week. All the while, you're sitting here right now, right here in the moment that you're in, and yet we're still worried about what's going to happen tomorrow. Will I be able to pay that bill? What's going to happen at school next week? Am I going to be able to make that grade? Is my boss going to be happy with me next year when I finish this project? Are they going to be happy with me tomorrow when I finish this project? Oh my gosh, the mortgage is due at the end of the month. How am I going to pay it? Oh my gosh, the electric bill is going to come. What am I going to do about that? We all have all kinds of worries. We worry about our kids. We worry about all kinds of things. And one of the main things I deal with clients almost all the time, I deal with them and me being scared, being worried, trying to control something out there that we even got there yet. And I I bring this up because I was just doing it this past week. I was worried about finances and what was going to happen you know it's the end of the summer for me school's about to start back which means people are on vacation and you know I tell a story and how I tell a story about what I worry about is very clear to my clients you know I am a therapist and a counselor I don't have that salary I get paid when people show up I own my own business and the only way I get paid and the only way I earn money is that people show up and they pay me if people don't show up if people don't come in my door I don't get paid So I've spent a lot of my career at times worried about the same things I just spoke on. Oh my gosh, how am I going to pay the rent at the end of the month? Am I going to have enough money to make sure I can take care of my family? Oh my gosh, what happens if this person doesn't show up? Oh my gosh, what happens if, oh my God, this person didn't show up? Oh my gosh, what happens if, 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 and oh my gosh. And I would just worry and fret and worry and fret. And I was just doing it this past week because it's in the summer. People are on vacation, like I said, and... My clients were down some, and I started worrying and getting anxious about it. Oh, my gosh, how am I going to pay the bills? Oh, my gosh, what's going to happen next month at the end of the month? Am I going to have enough money? Oh, my gosh, is the house going to get foreclosed on? Am I going to be able to make the mortgage? What's going to go on? All worries that, you know, as I sit here and talk to you today, I didn't need to be worried about. Because I sit here and talk to you today, I'm fine. Everything's okay. I'm not rich, and I don't have a million dollars, but you know what? I just had breakfast. And I worked out, and I'm drinking a cup of coffee while I'm talking to you. And my son went to school with a lunch, and he had clothes on his back, and I'm okay. But sometimes it's really hard for us to realize that we are okay. 
because I know how that usually goes. You know, I used this phrase earlier in our talk. We get out ahead of ourselves. Now, I love this. Um, Brene Brown talks about this. I saw her interviewed once. She talked about how people get out ahead of themselves. And she was interviewing people and she was researching this and she was doing research on worry and anxiety and how she phrased that was exactly that way. You get out ahead of yourself. And she said she was talking to people and asking them that, hey, how do you get out ahead of yourselves? And people would say, oh, well, I do that because I worry about what's going to happen next week. I worry about if I'm going to make the bills. I worry about what's going to happen tomorrow at school. Everybody got out ahead of themselves. Everybody. And so she came to one man. She said she was interviewing this one man. And he said, when she asked him, hey, you ever get out ahead of yourself? He said, I used to do that. Well, she said caught her off guard because everybody would say, oh, yeah, I do that. But this man said, I used to do that. And she said, what do you mean you used to do that? And he was very clear. He said, well, I think he was in his 60s, someone like that. He said, many years ago, me and my wife were in a car wreck. And my wife was severely hurt and injured. And we had to go to the hospital. And I'm out in the waiting room and I'm waiting. And I see the doctor come through the door and I know what the doctor's coming to tell me. He's coming to tell me that my wife has passed away. And I know that's what he's coming to tell me. And he tells Brene that in that moment, I realized that all the getting out ahead of myself didn't stop this from happening. All my worries about are we going to be okay? Are we going to be safe? Am I going to be able to pay the bills? Are we going to be all right next week? Hey, are we going to enjoy our retirement? Hey, we have enough money for this. Hey, are we going to be all right there? Hey, are we going to be healthy? Hey, am I not going to be, have a disease? Hey, I hope I'm all right then. He said, I realized that it did not stop this from happening. So that's lesson number one for all of us is all of our worry doesn't stop all these things from happening to us. Number two, he said, the thing I did realize in that moment was all my getting out ahead of myself meant that I wasn't present with my wife. That when we were riding in the car, or we were at home, or we were out. I was always out ahead of us, thinking about something else, and I wasn't fully present for her in that moment, and it made me miss the moments I was in because I was out ahead of myself. And so I never really got to spend time with her like I could have or should have because I was always out ahead of myself, so it made me miss the moments I was in. He said, so I'm always thankful now for the moments I'm in, and I take them in, and I soak them in. And Brene Brown said this is exactly what she found out was the cure for anxiety. And I'm going to give you some more in this podcast, but one of them is to be thankful. Now, she was coming from a very psychological place, and she said, you know, she found out that even if you don't feel thankful, when you start to get out ahead of yourself and worrying and frustrated and upset, stop and just be thankful. Even if you don't feel it, Start making a list of the things you're thankful for. Because what that does, it takes you out from being way out ahead of yourself and it puts you back in this present moment. So just like I did at the beginning of this podcast, hey, I got a lot to be thankful for today. I'm drinking a cup of coffee. I had breakfast. I got to work out. My son went to school with a lunchbox full. He was clothed. Um, I got a lot to be thankful for. I'm sitting in my house talking to a computer so everybody can hear it. There's not much I can complain about right now, even though there are things out there somewhere that I probably need to think about. But you know what? Being thankful right now makes me almost laugh and giggle inside because I'm okay. 
So the first thing I want you to know about being anxious and worried, just stop and be thankful. I know all of you know that. You know the Bible, the scriptures are full of, be thankful. Be thankful for this is the will of God. Be thankful, be thankful, be thankful. And when she was talking about this, I watched the interview, I went, oh, oh yeah. That's why the Bible's full of that. That's why the Bible has verses that say, be thankful in all things. Because it takes you from out ahead of yourself, and it puts you back in right now, in this moment. You know, and this is something I never really learned in my spiritual life growing up. Whether it was at Liberty or sitting in church, the Baptist church, or sitting in FCA or all those kind of places. I never really learned how to do this. You know, you were just basically told, hey, the Bible says don't worry. Why are you worrying? Oh, God got this. Why are you worrying? Hey, don't worry about that. Just have faith. But nobody, told, nobody ever told me how to do it. So there's one thing to do. That's how you can do it. Stop and be thankful. You know, I'm going to give you some other things here about what you can do here in the next 10, 15 minutes. You know, because I know what we all do. And this is the one thing that makes us all worry and get anxious is that we give ourselves an impossible task. Okay, I want you to remember that. If you're writing this down, I want you to remember, don't give yourself this impossible task. You will, but remember you're doing it. We give our brain this impossible task. You know, ourself, our consciousness, who we are, tells our body and tells our brain, hey, you've got to be this all-powerful, all-knowing, ever-present being. And you've got to know everything going on. You've got to be able to control everything going on. And you've got to know about everything going on. And if you stop for a second and you think about that, guess what? That's impossible. But yet we give ourselves this impossible task. And we tell ourselves, somehow I should have known that was happening. Somehow I should have known this was going to happen. Somehow I should have stopped it. Somehow I'm supposed to be this all-knowing, all-powerful person. And the reality is, guess what? You don't control the weather. And you can take your car to get the oil changed every 3,000 miles or 5,000 miles religiously and make sure that you do change to get the tune-ups when it says and all that. And guess what? Something's probably going to break down in that mechanical engine. And you can keep yourself healthy and eat right and exercise and do all the right things. And guess what? You're still going to get sick. And you're still going to get old. And you can be a great parent. And you can listen to your kids and you can hear them and you can give them enough structure and you can take care of them and you can be emotionally available to them. And guess what? They're still going to make bad decisions because you can't go and be with them at school. You can't be everywhere they're at. You can't be and know everything's going on, everything that's going on. You know, but we give ourselves this impossible task and that task is somehow everything's supposed to be okay all the time. We should never feel anything negative. We should never have anything negative happen to us. Because something negative happens to us, it means somehow God's out to get me. Or I've sinned, or I've done something wrong, or terrible, or awful. And the reality about that, I think, is just not true. Things happen that are beyond our control. Things happen that we can't control. Things happen that even though we do everything we can to make sure we're doing everything right, they still happen. And we get out of our head of ourselves all the time trying to keep them from happening rather than just accepting it. 
this is what I said to my therapist one time a couple of years ago. You know, I just told you a story about, you know, I worry about funny money and finances. And if I don't get, people don't show up, I don't get paid. So I told him one day, you know, I really have done better with this worrying thing. And he said, well, have you done that? And this is what I told him. I said, well, clients won't show up. Clients get sick. And I realized I'm not an omniscient, all-powerful, all-knowing being. And I can't keep people from getting sick or forgetting their appointments or not showing up. And I can't keep people from not wanting to come to therapy. And I had to accept that. I said, so, you know, if somebody wouldn't show up, I would have to sit in my office or be at home or wherever I was. And I would have to remind myself, can't control this. And now I've got a free hour. What am I going to do? And I would imagine myself taking that worry, that anxiety about somebody not showing up or not being there. And I would imagine myself putting it on the shelf like a book I wasn't reading. Because I have these books all over my house. I have books on my shelf. I have books on my nightstand. I got books in my office. And if I'm not reading a book, I don't pay attention to those other books. They're there. I don't pay attention to them. I said, so I would have to put that book on the shelf. And then I have to remember, well, what can I do right now? What do I actually have power over? Well, I've got paperwork to do. I got phone calls I can make. Hey, maybe there's actually something I need to be doing, catching up on. And I would get busy doing that. Now, let me tell you the reality about that is sometimes that might last five seconds. And I'd be back to picking up that book off the shelf. But five seconds turned into 30 seconds. And 30 seconds turned into a minute. And a minute turned into an hour. And an hour turned into a day. Pretty soon, I could go hours and days without picking up those books and worrying and I would catch myself so this is what I want you to know everybody worries you will begin to worry but can you catch yourself and when you catch yourself you have to ask yourself one question can I do anything about this right now now if the answer comes back yes go do that don't put it off don't procrastinate go take care of it if the answer comes back no it becomes a book that you put on your bookshelf and you put away. And you get busy doing something you can do something about. So this is what I did. And as that time turned into not just five seconds, but 30 seconds or a minute or an hour or a day or two, and I could say, oh, yeah, I'm going to, oh, a client would cancel or not show up, and I would say, oh, my gosh, what am I going to do? Oh, yeah, wait a minute, I can't do anything about that. I could go longer and longer stretches without worrying catch myself worrying and beginning that process, but I could go longer and longer without worrying. And this is what I told my therapist. He kind of chuckled at me, I think, in recognition and because it's how it works for all of us. So what I began to notice was that, yeah, as I didn't worry about things and I would get busy doing my paperwork or doing something else or taking care of some errands I needed to run or maybe actually reading a book I wanted to read, I had time for it now. I said, what I noticed was Things took care of themselves because I would have a client that would call and fill in that slot or I'd have an extra client at the end of the week that would call or I actually needed that time to do something else. Like I didn't need a client to show up. I actually had something I had to do and that came up and I need, and I was glad the client didn't show up because I needed to do something. But what I found out is it has always worked out, which lessened my anxiety even more because as I realized, hey, this works out. That what I need shows up when I need it, not before and not after. Oh, my anxiety melted even more. And then I told him, which is what he laughed at. 
that it's probably always worked like this for 21 years of being a therapist. It's probably always worked like this, but I never, ever noticed it because I was too busy being caught up in my worry. Now, as I look back on my career, that always happened. People would show up at the end of the week to fill in the slot. People would take that slot that somebody just canceled in. And I've always been taken care of, but I was so caught up in my getting ahead of myself and not being thankful and worrying about what's going to happen out there. I didn't notice that I was already being taken care of. I wasn't thankful. He laughed and giggled and said, yeah, it's kind of how it works. And I laughed with him because it's kind of how it works. So this is what you're going to have to practice. You know, this is a psychological truth. You have to put energy into being thankful and into here and now and stop worrying about things you can't control because you can't give your mind this impossible task. Jesus talked about it in the scripture. And this is what I, this is the moment where I realized, oh, this is what Jesus is talking about. Why are you worried about tomorrow? Because you can't do anything about it. And when I started to practice this and do it well, I go, oh, this is what Jesus is talking about. You can't do anything about it. And he says, look at the grass and the flowers. They're all fine. They're clothed and they look wonderful and beautiful. And how much more value and worth do you have than grass and flowers? And then I thought to myself, oh yeah, this is what Jesus is talking about. Because grass and flowers, they don't have the capacity to get out ahead of themselves, to worry. Like the grass and flowers don't think about things and go, oh my God, if it does not rain tomorrow, I am going to wither and die. And most of my clients laugh when I tell them this because it's kind of silly and ridiculous. But guess what? They're beautiful. You know, when grass and flowers don't go, oh my gosh, if it rains one more day, I'm going to drown. Oh my gosh, if it's cold any longer, I'm going to just wither up. They do not have the, even the capacity to get out ahead of themselves, and yet they're okay. And this is what Jesus is telling us. When you find yourself wanting to get out ahead of yourself, because we all do, stop. Be thankful. Do not give yourself that impossible task of trying to be this omniscient, all-powerful, all-knowing being, because you can't. Stop. Put that anxiety and worry on the shelf if you can't do anything about it, and do something you can do something about, and be thankful also. And what you will find is that your worries will be taken care of because you put yourself back in here and now and you put your energy into doing something you really can do something about. And when those worries come up and when you need something to take care of that, it'll show up when you need it. Just like the grass and the flowers realize. And Jesus has taught us. And this is a psychological truth too. Because if you take your energy and your worry and you think about tomorrow and next week and next month and what's going to happen out there, you're not putting any energy into today. So I tell people, if you imagine two piles, on your right is a pile of stuff that you worry and you get anxious about. On your left is a pile of stuff that you need to do. If you take all your effort and energy and you work on the pile of anxiety and worry, you can't do anything about that because you're not all-knowing, all-present. You can't get out of here yourself and make that happen. Just like that older gentleman said, I found out that getting out of ahead of myself didn't keep this from happening. But if you can put your energy into all that stuff on the right-hand side, You'll be tired at the end of the day and worn out and fretting and, and upset and sad and irritable and angry because I was last week. My wife can tell you that. Or you can put your energy into the stuff on your left-hand side and move yourself forward and make things happen and take care of yourself.
I guarantee if you do that, the stuff on your right-hand side, it'll be taken care of. The stuff you need to take care of that will show up when you need it. When it's time to take care of it, that will move from the right to the left and you'll be able to work on it. So this is what you do with your worry. And this is what this podcast is going to be about. Topics like this. And I want to do more than just say, hey, just don't worry. God's got it. Hey, all things work together for good. I want to give you some skills and tools. So here's the skill and tool to work on this week. Be thankful. When you find yourself getting out ahead of yourself, worrying about something tomorrow, the next day, or even the next hour, be thankful for what you have right now. Pull yourself back into the present. When you find yourself getting out ahead of yourself, remember, hey, I can't, I'm not an all-omniscient, all-powerful, all-knowing being. I can't be everywhere at once. That's an impossible task. Do not give that to my brain. Do not give that task to myself. Ask myself a question. Can I do anything about this right now? If so, do it. If not, put it on the shelf. Can't read it. And focus on what I can do something about. Practice that. You may start off only being five seconds like I did. But turn that five seconds into 30 seconds. Turn that 30 seconds into a minute. Turn that minute into an hour. Keep practicing. And this is what the spiritual life and the psychological life is about. People want easy answers. I haven't found any easy answers yet. That's why it didn't work in my spiritual life at Liberty. You can go back and hear that first podcast. I just wanted an easy answer. just wanted to pray and let God take all my worries away. But God tells me all the time, I give you the skills and the tools. Are you going to use them? So here are your skills and tools for anxiety and worry. Do those things. Be thankful. Ask yourself that question. Can I do anything about it right now? If not, put it on the shelf. Then go take care of things you can. Do something about it at that moment. And as your worries come up, because they will, they come up every day for me, but as I go somewhere and I say, oh man, what am I going to do about this? Oh yeah, wait a minute, I can't do anything about that right now. And I put it away. And then I don't think about it, sometimes for days, until it has to come back up again. And I go, oh yeah, I can worry about this now. Oh, I can think about this now. Oh, I can do something about this now. But not until. So I hope this has been helpful. You know, leave me some comments on the Podbean. Leave me some comments on Facebook. Let me know if this is impacting your life. Share it with whoever you think needs it so that we can talk about, you know, they can help be helped with their anxiety and their worry and hopefully over time not be so anxious and worried and find out that God is faithful. The universe is faithful. You will be taken care of. So have a great week. I look forward to speaking to you again next Tuesday. This is going to be a weekly thing. We'll have another topic. And that's the other thing. If you have topics you want me to talk about, if you have things or feelings or issues you want to talk about or want to have me talk about, skills and tools you want to learn, leave me some comments. Let me know. Love to be able to do that with you. Have a great week. Talk to you next week. Namaste.